Okay. Ah, holy shit! It's cool. I like it. Oh! Stop. I'm sick of your bullshit. Ask me if I give a shit. <laughs> Shit's about to hit the fan. Those stories are all lies. I never heard such shit. <laughs> Don't bullshit. What the fuck are you up to? Careful, you son of a bitch. Actually, a good one to start off uh, some anything with. It's Dawn yeah. of the Dead. It's a good beginning title. It is. I I was trying to think of. Did we already do a horror movie? <laughs> I couldn't fucking remember. But no, this is the first one. So anyway, uh, Silver Emotion Podcast. My name is Will. My name is Stephen. And uh, yeah, uh, here we are. The Dawn of the Dead is the sequel to Night of the Living Dead, and this one is, is it's it's technically 1978, but it didn't get released in the U.S. until 79, so I think it's it's generally considered a 79 movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was completed and released in Italy in 78, so. Whatever. <laughs> it existed. It was viewable yeah. to somebody. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, technically that cut is different because there's... Oh, okay. There's multiple cuts of this movie, but... Mm. The one that we watched is the U.S. theatrical The Real Deal movie um, that George Romero edited and made for the U.S., this is the movie he wanted. Okay. <laughs> this is the one to the, watch. The Italy release was trimmed down or something? Or? Uh, well, this movie was made... He was having... George Romero, like, like his whole career, like every fucking movie, basically, that he made, he couldn't get money. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so somehow or another, um, the Italian filmmaker Dario Argento who you probably don't know. He uh, He's very, very big. I know I've heard the name, but I can't really pin it to something. 
he's a big like uh, primarily horror filmmaker in Italy. His big movie is probably Suspiria. Oh, okay. It's like a supernatural sort of horror movie. Yeah. And uh, anyway, so Argento got wind that Romero wanted to make a sequel and somehow reached out or something. And so he was able to secure uh, like financing in Europe for the movie. So they kind of co-produced it. Okay. And uh, part of that deal was that Argento got the international rights for the movie. And so then when he released it in Italy and presumably other countries, uh, he cut his own version of the movie. Okay. (laughs) And it is now known as the Argento Cut. And uh, it's shorter and it has a different music score. Mm. There's there's some music in the version that we watched that's by the band Goblin, and they okay, yeah. they are an Italian band that does scores for all kinds of Italian movies, many of which are Argento movies. But anyway, so the Argento cut is just Goblin music, okay. where this cut that we watched is Goblin and a bunch of uh, public domain library music, mm. primarily. So, like all the fucking circus music and shit, all that's like library music, and so that none of that is in the the Argento cut. And then there's like a super long cut that's like half an hour longer. That's that's like the I don't remember exactly what that one is. It's Hmm. I got it on VHS, and they build it as like the director's cut, but I. I, f- I think the theatrical one is actually the director's cut. Hmm. I think it was like some old cut before they trimmed it down to release. I don't remember. Yeah. But, I uh, kind of have a hard time feeling where you could put another half hour into this movie and have something useful to do with it. But. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot of gore footage, honestly. It's a lot of just extra bits and pieces and... Uh, it's fun, but this this theatrical cut is by far like the movie. <laughs> it's not it's not like it gets better with the half an hour, but yeah. I enjoy it as well. When I used to watch it in my uh, whatever I was probably in my teenage years back then, when that came out on video. But uh, so you you watch the first movie, you seem to enjoy it. Yeah, I remember it being pretty good. So here we are, uh, part two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of uh, much the same. I, it was fun and engaging. And yeah. I, I, I'm once again back to my point of, uh, is this even a horror movie? <laughs> it's, yeah, okay. <laughs> it do, it like totally does not feel like a horror movie to me at all. And see, and yet this is one of the quintessential horror films yeah. <laughs> of the '70s and perhaps of of all time. Yeah. So I, I I like watch it. I'm like, okay, we've we've got this whole drama going on in yeah. the TV studio. Then it turns into this kind of a dark, gritty action movie, kind of like a I don't know a Full Metal Jacket or something. And yeah, 
Then it turns into a, a lighthearted, rambunctious adventure with the hill of the hillbillies running around shooting zombies and just having a good time. Yeah, it kind of like cycles between those three moods, but and and I feel like it never like even tries to be a horror movie. It's not tries to be a horror movie. You mean being scary? Yeah, I guess. Like maybe that's just me and my like lack of identity with horror as a genre. Yeah. Well, I don't think that it's... I mean, there's definitely moments of tension where, you, you know, you can be scared if you are so inclined. I, I suppose. <laughs> but it's never... It's never really, like, focusing on that ever. It's more yeah. about the... the Because, like... I was trying to think about... Because, like, Night of the Living Dead is it's the night so it's kind of about the you know the night the dark the things are creepy crawlies <laughs> coming yeah, at yeah, you it, and stuff it has a little bit of that feel to it though. And it's so trying to be yeah spooky and... but in the in this one it's during the daytime so the daytime is just less scary inherently the dawn you know it's yeah. uh, and so it's more of about instead of just being on the defensive like they are where they're locked in the house and they're being assaulted and they're fucked <laughs> now they're the characters are themselves locking themselves in they are essentially on the offensive they're in the daytime they're they're uh, enjoying their captivity yeah there there's definitely that like when they're just like playing tricks on the zombies and just having a yeah. blast just running around and yeah. like it's like who knew the zombie apocalypse would be so fun <laughs> right yeah so it's it's kind of a reading on just traditional horror stuff yeah yeah it's totally just not being scary or anything it's just like it feels more like an action movie than anything yeah lots of action yes and so as always, I, I like to show you these kind of <laughs> horror movies that are that run the gamut of things because, uh, you know, I, I'm trying to, to broaden your understanding of what horror is. <laughs> it's not, you know, just the creepy crawly stuff. It's all kinds of stuff. Yeah, which is, uh, if anything, just making it more confusing. Of like, what is horror? Like, <laughs> Yeah, but would you say that you're confused by the range of things that are sci-fi or fantasy? Not really. I mean, because that can be anything too. Yeah, but there's like a an actual like I can actually like draw a line and say like anything on this side of this line is going to be sci-fi or not sci-fi or something like if it's doesn't have any kind of science in it, then it's yeah. like obviously if it's just a bunch of cavemen sitting around in a cave it's not really sci-fi okay once you throw a monolith in there that gives them technology okay now you're getting into sci-fi like there's right. there's a clear delineation here of when it becomes a sci-fi or not yeah or when it becomes a fantasy or not and so you don't think having the the monsters is the line for horror not really i because there's too many monsters in just sci-fi or fantasy or yeah like it's just i don't see that as like an essential component or like the dividing line yeah it, it that's that's to me something that spreads out into other genres 
and is not actually necessary to a horror. You could have just a killer on the loose and not have a monster at all, or just be a, which right. I guess you could call a metaphorical monster. Yes. So, yeah, because like... Just, here's a big angry thing trying to kill you doesn't necessarily mean it's horror, I guess. I don't know. Does it? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that is my problem. <laughs> but. I would say, like, for me personally, it's... They, there's generally some kind of monster, whether it's some kind of just a human that's <laughs> angry <laughs> and killing people, or it's a, you know a, an actual zombie or something, plus like makeup effects and gore and shit <laughs> that would be to most people revolting, because <laughs> there's a lot of that shit in this movie that transcends what was in other movies like it's way beyond like this movie was not rated in the u.s because it could not be rated like if they attempted to get a rating this movie would be rated x mm. back in the day is when the, you know they didn't have yeah. nc-17 and it was x so they chose to release it unrated hmm. don't because, usually see that yeah, it's it's not usually done because a lot of theaters won't run unrated movies, especially now. I don't think anybody, unless you're an independent theater, would, would right. run a movie like that. But they took a chance because they didn't want to edit the violence, and it, you know, it's Dawn of the Dead. It was, <laughs> it was obviously, you know, a success. Right. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, it's kind of funny because, like, I mean, yeah, it's gory, but... I don't think it's any gorier than like half the '80s action movies that, like an Arnold movie or. Oh, it's way gorier than than Arnold '80s action movies. <laughs> For sure, yeah. Just seems like nobody's getting their guts ripped. Yeah, there's apart. that. Well, that nobody's scene, I guess, getting but... shit like that. No, and like I, I know what you're saying that there's like a lot of people getting hit and their squibs blowing up and stuff. Yeah, it's like the, all movies. of that stuff just seems very normal. And... Right, but like. I don't know. There's, there's just so much extra, like hands chopped off and heads getting chopped <laughs> off, and and like, just because like seventies movies are gory, but this one is just, it's all throughout. It's not. Mm. They're not like this generally. <laughs> they're not so abundant with the gore, and obviously, yeah, I guess uh, just in quantity, there's. Yeah, and, like, more modern, like, from the 80s on, it becomes more and more a thing, and so coming back to this, maybe it doesn't seem that gory, but, like, yeah, when I first saw this movie, it was shocking. Like, fucking that head explosion at the beginning, that's, like, a couple minutes in, and I was like, holy fuck. Like, I don't think I had ever seen a head explode ever in a movie. And I was trying to watch it with my dad, who is, like, 100% against almost any horror movie, especially, like, super gory stuff. And he fucking shut it off because it was too much. <laughs> and so, like, I know that it doesn't seem like it's that much, but in terms of, like, regular people that don't watch shit like this, even 
now i don't know it's it, i think it's pretty fucking gory hmm. all right <laughs> i guess so it's just maybe i'm the one who's fucked up <laughs> perhaps i mean i don't know if you i mean i yeah i don't know because like what's a gorier movie i mean obviously like the yeah. peter jackson movies and stuff but yeah i mean from from the time i don't i don't know that i've seen much from the time but yeah like, and i don't think it's any <clears throat> much gorier than say robocop was with yeah but that's Murphy like getting blown up that's and, like 10 years later or something yeah <clears throat> yeah that's what i mean like at the time i can't i don't really have any much i don't have much of a frame of reference for yeah 70s but it's uh it's considerably gory <laughs> i mean i don't know it's it's just i don't know anyway so uh we've we've established that so monster plus gore equals horror generally but it's also a feel and i don't know how to describe that feel like since we're like argento movies argento is traditionally you know oh he's a horror filmmaker but he started this weird genre of italian movies called giallos they're kind of horror movies but they're actually more mysteries and i don't mm. think that they're horror movies but they have all of the components of horror movies including <laughs> gore and they don't usually have any kind of supernatural monster but they have like a killer it's kind of like a slasher movie but with this really complex mystery around it <laughs> and so sometimes they're thought of as horror movies and sometimes they're not but to me they don't feel like horror movies because they're like people fucking talking and shit more than anything else but there's there's like really intense scenes of killing <laughs> specifically in the fucking argento movies like there's this one they're so hardcore there's this one where this guy turns on like boiling he fills up this bathtub with boiling hot water and he like burns this per fucking lady alive in it and you just like watch her fucking under the <laughs> water just like a fucking cooking it's Jeez. it's gnarly it's gnarly and like so that is a hundred percent horror movie but yet mm -hmm. the rest of the movie around it is not and so for me it's very hard to think of those as horror movies. So I don't know what the the f exact feel is that makes me think like, oh, this is a horror movie. Because I'm not watching them necessarily to get scared either. Yeah. <clears throat> so I don't know that I can define it, but this is definitely a horror movie. <laughs> <laughs> because it's it's got... A, a horror monster, the zombie. It's got a lot of gore, and it's fun. <laughs> That's a, for me. Those are the three key components <laughs> to a horror movie. I guess that's it, like. Like if it's fun, I think that like that's not what horror is. Horror is not fun. I don't know. Well, that's what's wrong with modern horror is that it's not fun. <laughs> they they removed that component by making it more realistic and making it more visceral and like 
like the Saw movies, or, you know, like yeah, yeah. you're watching people getting tortured or torturing themselves because they have to make some fucked up moral decision. Like, oh, I have this thing on my head and it's going to crush my head, but the key is in my fucking intestine. So do I cut my stomach open to get the key or do I just let my head get crushed, you know? <laughs> like, that's a horror and it's a horrific idea. Right. But it's not something that I'm interested in watching. It's not fun. Right, right. <laughs> like, I, I just don't get it. It's not, it's not my style. The idea of watching a couple of National Guard dudes trying to, uh, you know, set up their mall survival zone, like, that's fun. Like, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> I mean, the, uh, the, the overarching idea of the zombie apocalypse is a very horrific situation. Right. You know, right. the entire Earth, the dead are rising, the, the, the Earth, you know, we're fucked. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, there's dead people everywhere and they're coming for you and no matter what you do, they're always, they're still coming, you know, you're fucked. Yeah, yeah. Life as we know it is over. That's a, a horrifying prospect. <laughs> <laughs> and yet it doesn't really, like, focus on that aspect of it. It's just, like, I mean, it, it's there and there, you see the newscasts every once in a while. But yeah. It, the movie itself is more focused on their little shopping mall adventure. It is, but overall, the idea that no matter what kind of peace that they achieve, no matter what they do, the shit is out there, yeah, and it's yeah. coming for them yeah, no matter what. Yeah. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. Because they don't get to the shopping mall, have a great life, end of movie <laughs> like it ends at a very fucked up like they they don't end the movie better than they started they end up much worse <laughs> right. they kind of end up right where they started with two less people and a lot less gas <laughs> right yeah essentially yes yeah and and nowhere to go they're just fucked yeah and yeah. and you know that eventually they're gonna get killed too. <laughs> they just time is ticking. The zombies are coming. Right. And that's why the horde, the walking zombie, is much better than the running zombie. Because it's not like I love the idea of the the threat that it's always there no matter what you do. Whereas running zombies is like an immediate thing. Like, oh, fuck, here he is. I'm dead. <laughs> yeah. I just, uh, it's more about like, don't make a wrong move. Because if you fuck up, they're going to capitalize on that. And you might be able to fuck up and like, play it off, you know, like they do early in the movie. But at some point, you're going to fuck up and that's your ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> I don't know. I like it. It appeals to me. Yeah. Don't think a running zombie can do that? Uh, also be it's, just a horde that's everywhere? It's different. It's yeah. different. Because it's not... The, it's just a totally different thing. Um, there, are, there is at least one good running zombie movie. The, the Italian movie Nightmare City. 
is fucking awesome. <laughs> and I have no, you know, it, it proved to me that running zombies can be great. But the way that you generally see them implemented, mm, they okay. don't still carry the horde mentality of the impending doom. It's more about, like, the, the immediate threat of running guy coming at you. I don't know. Not as appealing to me. But, uh, so you, you liked it? Yeah? Yeah, yeah. It, it was fun, which was weird, because it was a horror, you know? Like, <laughs> That's how they're supposed to be. <laughs> at, at their best, horror movies are fun as shit. That's why people like them. I would say that, that the two main schools of horror movie are the creepy sort of let's scare people, let's, we're, we're trying for that, and then the movies that are much more lighthearted where let's have fun with the the violence and not in a celebratory way but but in a sort of like in a way where you can laugh at a problem and the the problem seems less serious <laughs> sort of a thing like uh i don't know exactly how to describe it but it's it's not because like a lot of movies now that are comedy and horror i feel like they're they're more sadistic <laughs> and i don't like that is 100 percent not me or what i think horror should be so i you i don't know it's just yeah. it's not good no bueno <laughs> but dude getting his blood pressure checked and see not that and that was that like fucking hilarious yeah i was like what the hell like just suddenly spewing jokes at me here what is this there's, there's quite a few <laughs> funny things throughout the movie but yeah, yeah there's that one that fucking, one was especially like yeah, that dude who was so obsessed with getting his blood pressure checked and they're like what are you doing guys shooting at us said, what are you doing? fucking around with this blood pressure machine and, okay and then mid zombie horde he's just like okay i gotta do it before we get out of here <laughs> like, i'm never gonna get my blood pressure checked again i gotta find out do i have heart disease i love that it's so good it's so fucking funny <laughs> Yeah, that, that was just like, wait, it's like, what What are you even doing, man? <laughs> he didn't give a fuck. Yeah. He had to know what his numbers were. <laughs> numbers were zero. <laughs> he's on the road, you know, he's all this time, he's, you know, probably yeah. anxiety ridden, thinking about his heart. Like, I don't know, man, I'm, maybe he had high blood pressure at one time and he had yeah. pills and now he doesn't have pills. Yeah, I like, mean, you can't find the doctor. Yeah, the, you know. The medicine, he's like, oh my God, I'm, I'm going to have like a heart attack. I know it. Like, Yeah. He's like, oh my God, they got a blood pressure machine. <laughs> right, and he finally found one. The power's on, you know. Yeah. The power's not on everywhere. He thought he found it. Yeah. Yeah, I love shit like that. <laughs> it's kind of the, the, the echoing of the idea of like the the zombies are coming to the mall because that's what they did as people. They're the yeah the restless yeah. consumers, as Neil Young calls calls the 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 people, the capitalist people. Right. Um they're coming to the mall and so like he's also <laughs> like he has an overwhelming 
uh, compulsion to check his blood pressure mm-hmm. no matter what is going on <laughs> around him he doesn't give a shit and so like it it seems to be like a tiny little microcosm of the idea of like they're going to the mall they don't really know why and yeah they just have this overwhelming compulsion to come here for some reason you know just this you know mental thing yeah And there was that crazy ass cop from the beginning. Yeah. Who was all like, oh, I'm going to shoot all these guys and just yeah, like yeah. going nuts. And it's kind of like, and then you wind up with kind of the main characters kind of doing that with the zombies later on. Like, then it goes with like the hillbillies and they're doing that with the zombies. Right. And then the main characters kind of become that themselves yeah and then the raiders come in and they're doing that too it's like this this build of yeah crazier and crazier people letting loose without right right the society to keep them in check i guess yeah and i mean that would 100 percent happen yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) but still like the main guys at least um specifically I don't remember. I never remember their fucking names in the movie. Right. Yeah. But uh, specifically the the black guy Ken Foray, whatever his name in the movie is, I don't remember. Um, I feel like there's always a respect that he has. Right. Right. That, like he was the the pillar of yeah. the, that group that kept kept it all together. <clears throat> yeah, and so I don't feel necess- like he's having fun with it, but he he seems like he always has an understanding of what's going on and yeah he's never yeah. losing his head in the Everyone idea else of is, just flipping yeah. out <clears throat> yeah and like yeah like the the that cop at the beginning who's just blowing people away and he doesn't <laughs> he doesn't care if it's a zombie or what he's just ready to right. unload all of his you know like racist hate on everybody around him he doesn't care and, uh, yeah, it's the, the same thing with the, the redneck dudes. They're like, <laughs> they've been waiting for this. <laughs> We're ready to go. Right. <laughs> it, it seemed, uh, at the time, the, the whole, uh, concept of, uh, was that phrase, like, beware of fighting monsters or you'll become one or something like that. That Yeah. Whatever that whole phrases that gets thrown around a bunch and it seemed like that because they they start off with that kind of intro guy then they pass by the hillbillies and they're just like oh they're probably just having a blast down there with this and then they go to the mall and actually start having a blast (laughs) like yeah they're actually having fun with it and so it's kind of like it dehumanized them to yeah to be fighting the zombies and stuff and then the raiders come in and they're totally like what the fuck who cares yeah they're (laughs) throwing pies and zombie faces yeah they don't give a fuck they're having a blast yeah Yeah. they're just 100 percent outlaws like they're you know they are they're they're not rednecks but they're in the same way just (laughs) like kind of waiting for this kind of thing to happen ready to go yeah i feel And they've just been touring around. You get the idea that they're just <laughs> riding around, killing zombies, and 
having a good time. But I find it interesting that, like, zombies are everywhere. So there's theoretically a lot of places like the mall (laughs) that these people are at that are ready to loot and whatever. Mm -hmm. But it's the fact that they see that people are there, (laughs) that they specifically want to take it from them. And I think that that is kind of like a human thing that no matter what the situation is, no matter how many resources are available, <laughs> some assholes will always... The threat, the impending threat, not of zombies, but of other humans, like, wanting to take your shit. <laughs> I feel like that is uh, very much a thing Yeah, that uh, is always ever-present as well. Yeah, I was, watching, I was just suddenly, at some point when the Raiders were there, I'm like, yeah, it just turned into Mad Max all of a sudden. Yes, it's very Mad Max. <laughs> like, instead of a desert wasteland, there's zombies everywhere. But it, right. they serve, the zombies at that point are serving that same role as a desert wasteland of yeah. hostile environment. And Right, right. Yeah, yeah. it's a it, post-apocalypse, but in Mad Max, there's been some kind of a nuclear thing to wiped out a lot of people, but in this they're just you know the dead have risen right (laughs) yeah and so had mad max had zombies or some other you know supernatural monster in the wastelands it may have been more of a horror movie if they added gore as well (laughs) but instead it stays in the in the realm of this sort of uh sci-fi light sci-fi as it in the early days but uh, by the time of fury road it's a lot more intense sci-fi yeah um but yeah and this is around like the first mad max i think is 79 if i'm I'm not mistaken so yeah that's right around the same time yeah and i think uh not too long after that i think is a fist of the north star yeah i'd have to look up when the original manga that is made but yeah i don't know that one's just mad max with martial arts yeah (laughs) what could go wrong yeah and exploding heads and exploding heads yeah so there's the gore (laughs) yes that's the gore but i don't really think of that as you know, that's there's not a horror thing to that. I don't know. Anime is its own thing. I yeah, don't know that... I, I think maybe that is what throws me off on horror definition as much as anything is that anime has gore. Yeah, <laughs> and so you don't see gore. Yeah, as maybe a that's what it is. Thing. Like exploding heads. Like I've been watching that since Fist of the North Star. Like right, <laughs> that doesn't seem weird to me. <laughs> But, like, that exploding head at the beginning of Dawn of the Dead, it didn't... That, that kind of surprised me. I was like, oh, shit, that, they're going crazy now. <laughs> that, that, I did see that moment and just kind of laugh at it, but... Because it's like, oh, man, that's one of the best. Yeah. I, I, I remember um, in high school, we were in this multimedia class, and we were supposed to make this video of... of uh, we were supposed to take still images and add music... 
and like we could you know like push in on the image and do this and do that and i made one of all these hong kong movie stuff i did like jet lee and jackie chan and all this stuff but uh uncle jasper's brother <laughs> who was in the class with me took all these fangoria magazines <laughs> which is just filled with effects footage and all kinds of right. just the goriest shit ever and he just filmed this montage of gore <laughs> and i forget what the song was but i think it was uh if i remember right it was the the song that plays over the end credits of this movie <laughs> it was that and he kept like every few I don't every once in a while he'd show that head explosion from, from Dawn of the Dead. <laughs> and we had to show these in front of the class and like <laughs> we were watching it in front of the class and I was just dying the whole time laughing. I couldn't fucking <laughs> it was just so like wow. <laughs> this is great, but everyone else was just horrified. <laughs> what the fuck are we watching? <laughs> It was awesome. <laughs> you know, I probably would have been more like you and just been like laughing at it. Yeah, I thought it was fucking hilarious. Yeah. And look at all the other people and just be like, "What are you so freaked out by?" What, like, what's? <laughs> yeah, but yeah, the people people generally did not watch, do not watch that kind of stuff. So and <laughs> and it was like I don't know, th three straight minutes of just gore, <laughs> like the goriest <laughs> shit possible. <laughs> With circus music. Yeah, it, w it was fucking awesome. I wish I had a copy of it. Uh, do you think it's better than the first one? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'd probably have to, like, compare them side by side to yeah. try and come up with, like, a better or worse or something. Well, in terms of your enjoyment, like, which one would you watch again first if you had to choose? Oh, jeez. Like, I... I don't know. Like, I might just pick uh, Night of the Living Dead just because it comes first, and I oh, want to okay. watch them in order again. All but right, like, right. I don't know. That. <laughs> I I think it would be something that if I watch them again, I would probably like want to watch them back to back, like yeah. Alien and Aliens or something like that. To like, it it feels of a piece that it, they they belong together. Yeah. So that's something. The first movie is late 60s, and it feels set in the 60s. And this movie is late 70s, and it feels very 70s. But yet, at the same time, they feel kind of like they're at the same time. Yeah. Do yeah. You, you agree with that? Yeah. Yeah, I, th I, think, I think so. I think he did a good job of making it feel... Because, like, the night, people are still kind of trying to understand it. And by Dawn of the Dead, they mention that it's been three weeks since it started. Yeah. And so I think it, like, it was just starting in Night of the Living Dead. And so right. it feels like people have a handle on the idea, like, people are coming back to life. We get it. Now we're, <laughs> you know, doing what we can. And uh, I, I don't know. It just feels like the same. It's the same energy, like the same. It doesn't yeah. feel like 10 years have passed. And yeah, so it's it, cool. It, it does feel like it's just, yeah, the next uh, next part of the story. It's like, yeah, it, it, whether it is or not in a technical sense, it feels like a 
genuine sequel to just pop up in the yeah uh, it's it's always been impressive to me how how connected they feel but yet both feel of their time it's real interesting and like <laughs> the next one is 85 i think yeah 85 and that one feels 80s and so but yet at the same time it's a, the, the next evolution or whatever the next because that one's day of the dead so now it's, it's you know yeah. we understand it even more you know and so it, it's it's cool <laughs> the ones yeah. that he made after are are like their own thing i don't i don't know i don't know how to describe that but they they they're not necessarily on the same train. Okay. <laughs> they're in the same idea of the world or whatever, but I don't think that, that they carry the the steps forward. They're their own kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And in general, those are the disliked ones. <laughs> <laughs> I like them all. I don't give a fuck, but that's me. <laughs> yeah. But you would uh, you would watch it again? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I mentally like think of it more as an action movie than anything. But yeah, yeah, there is quite a bit of action. Yes, it's, it's you know it, it seems like it's going from one action set piece to the next of every time. Of, uh, yeah, kind of. I mean, there's a lot of downtime though in the middle where they're there, just like. Uh, there is. It's kind of like there's a lot of dramatic moments and stuff. Or, yeah. Like all that stuff when they're just like shopping and <laughs> you know, like making their life in the shopping mall and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, that part, like that, actually is where I kind of felt like the film was getting a little slow. And yeah, yeah, I was like, gonna ask that. Yeah, once they got the zombies cleared out of the mall, yeah, it, it kind of felt like okay, now we're just kind of crawling along. <laughs> right, and I feel like the characters themselves are feeling that as well yeah yeah you get the sense that that they're bored <laughs> right with there's... their lives like they have everything they could ever want they have they're in the, the the perfect survival area you know they got all this shit but yet you know it's not fulfilling <laughs> right right so they're trying to fulfill themselves with like he's playing tennis against the wall and they're trying to you know, have dinners like to try to bring some spice back to their life, but mm-hmm. yeah, none of it. Know, I mean, how can you? Does you anything? Know, yeah. Still, you don't have any any real enrichment or anything. So they just yeah. got bored, and then then they got the <laughs> the time of their lives when the <laughs> when the fucking bikers came. Yeah, yeah. They got the excitement they craved. <laughs> yeah, that's a bit of an interesting thought there because because you've got the one guy the the pilot guy who's yeah fly boy yeah and i I mean you it's like you said like they're just they're bored they're miserable like nobody's really happy there right they're just kind of like drifting along but then these these biker assholes show up and he's like no it's ours we took it we built like it's it still means something to him yeah. that he built this life that he has and he worked hard to get it. Yeah, and for sure. Like, yeah. And these assholes are coming to fuck it all up. And it's like, right. so he's working so hard to protect this life that he doesn't even enjoy. 
that it is yeah. this kind of misery, but well, and it's he, his life and he worked for it. And yeah. God damn it, you're not going to take it from him. Well, and if he shut the fuck up and he just went upstairs, they would have done whatever they're going to do. And right. they would have left and he'd be fine <laughs> and he could live his life. And they, you know, maybe they would, the bikers would come in and out and, you know, it wouldn't be the same. So I guess he's. Yeah. I kind of feel like the bikers kind of ruined it either way. If, if for no other reason than they blew open all the doors and now the zombies are going to be running around in the yeah, mall everywhere. Right. Like, well, your defenses are totally screwed now. There's no way to really set yeah, that back up. They'd have to redo stuff. Yeah. So that was kind of like, you kind of, at that point, it was time to pack up and move on. But yeah, he could have just hid out until they left and then just taken off. and Yeah people would have been fine but or at least he would have been fine yeah yeah he would have been all right but you know but that's that uh humans have that instinct you know this is mine he built it yeah yeah <laughs> because there's you know there's there's that very clear uh paralleling that he does with the shots of like the zombies staggering around and then the shots of the mannequins and yeah and you know the whole idea of uh this being this consumer society that's turning us all into like mindless yeah, things yeah. and he becomes a, the, the pilot guy Flyboy becomes that and that's true so he in his life he's becoming that of becoming attached to this empty hollow existence yeah yeah and so he becomes a zombie <laughs> like, poor guy yeah He's a good zombie, though, at the end there. Oof. <laughs> yeah, he's got the gun just dangling off his finger. I love it. Yeah. I, I, I think my favorite zombie was the guy who stole the M16, like, right at the beginning. And you yeah. see him, like, right at, even at the end of the movie, yeah, he's just yeah. sitting there, like, pointing it at his own head, just staggering around. With, like, no yeah. Like, I fucking love that guy. <laughs> he just gives him the other gun and he drops the M16 and stares at the rifle the same way. It's just yeah. like, oh. It's great. Like, that, that was my favorite zombie. There's a lot of good ones. Yeah, that's a good one, though. Yeah, because it's like they don't make a big deal of him, but he's like there in the background all the time. And it's just yeah. like, it's like, like I first saw him, I was like, oh, hey, it's that M16 he dropped way at the beginning. Right. <laughs> it's like, it's still there. He's still got it. Yeah. <laughs> he's clinging to it. He took it. It's his. <laughs> yeah. Did you mind that the zombies sometimes, uh, some of them are blue? <laughs> <laughs> that was fine. I mean, yeah. I've heard people. Uh, are unable to buy the movie. They think it looks so stupid that they're just like, ah, fuck this movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, makeup effects were fine. I don't know what... I mean... They're fucking awesome. Yeah, I, I don't mind that they're blue. I don't give a fuck. But. I mean, if if anything... <clears throat> I mean, I think a, like dead bodies kind of turn blue or pale or... I mean, you, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't I've know. never been around a zombie, so... Hey, yeah, I mean, it just... just they're it, blue? Okay, fine. It seems like that would be something that would happen to a, a corpse that doesn't have any blood left in it. And yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know. But, I mean, if anything about the effects that feel like fake or whatever is something that I've just noticed in pretty much any 70s movie I've ever watched with blood, is that the blood looks like paint. It's this yeah, it's weird, too red, bright yeah. red, like, 
like if anything but I mean, like i said that's like every 70s movie i've seen yeah kind of seems to do that it seems to have that that same color for the blood effects that yeah it is it is uh it is a thing throughout older <laughs> movies yes it's uh i don't mind it but it definitely separates it from reality a bit which is probably why i don't mind it because right part of my problem with modern stuff is that it's too real <laughs> like i'm not able to have fun if i'm like feeling so uh assaulted by like visceral <laughs> like I don't even know how to talk about it. It's so gross to me. Like, I don't want to see... Like, it looks real. It looks like it's... Like, I can't watch surgeries or anything. You know, it's nasty. Mm. It's real shit. And so, like, when they make modern stuff look so real, like, it's... Just, it's no. <laughs> and that's, a lot of it is makeup effects. It's just good. But... It's just nasty. It's too much. They need the element of fun it's missing like you didn't see the evil dead remake did you no no well don't <laughs> first of all <laughs> but but like that's almost 100 percent physical effects they made a point to like keep it physical effects but they look so fucking real because number one because the blood is like realistic color and the way that they shoot things it just looks so real that it's just it's revolting like it makes me fucking like want to throw up it's gross and so like yeah it's all physical effects but without that <laughs> that element of fun that where i can see that it's kind of fake or i don't know it's hard to describe but it started in the 90s where they just started removing the fun yeah and that's where horror movies died for me. Mm. So for me, element of fun usually uh, needed for horror. Mm. And movies that are played serious need to be really, really good <laughs> <laughs> for me to overcome the fact that they're not fun because if they're really good to become fun, because <laughs> then I'm like, Oh shit, this is like, top quality filmmaking you know right, right like the shining i wouldn't call a fun horror movie but it's so well made you know it's kubrick so i'm just enjoying watching kubrick do his thing yeah. so it, it transcends the fact that it is not a fun movie <laughs> yeah <laughs> hmm. i think of kubrick as a, a I think a Full Metal Jacket is a fun movie in a way. You think of it as a fun movie? Yeah, that one's a lot more it, fun. It, it than... has a lot of humor in it. And... Yeah, I mean, all that fucking, you know, sound off like you got a pair. Yeah. All, yeah. The, <laughs> all the fucking Arlie Ermy stuff. Yeah, and like, and even later on when they're just running around in the jungle and yeah, there's a lot of weird shit that's just funny yeah no there's a lot of stuff they ain't too goddamn boo <laughs> yeah no there's a lot of funny stuff in that it is it is m more fun than than it has a right to be or whatever <laughs> right. than, than, a, than a vietnam movie should be or whatever yeah, but it's it's, uh... it's it balances it well it's a good it's a good movie
Yeah. Love that movie. <laughs> it's a good one. Hmm. I don't know. I just I'm trying to describe what I think is horror. I don't know. Yeah. It seems to be a common thing though, like almost every horror movie that we watch, you're like, I don't know, it doesn't really feel like a horror movie. <laughs> yeah, it's like that's my thing. It's just like <laughs> And so I I just I'm I guess I'm trying to understand, well what is what does feel like a horror movie when you watch it? The ones that you don't like they feel like a horror movie <laughs> maybe that's the true horror is bad movies yeah it's, it's like a boring movie where people are creeping around uh, no but like i feel like alien is more of a horror movie than this in the... well alien is very much a horror movie yeah and that's kind of a very classic sort of slasher setup where right, there's a group right. of people in a location and they are taken out one by one Mm -hmm. but it's alien so it's perhaps more interesting than a big dude with an axe <laughs> right you know? right i kind of feel like like even aliens which is more of a action movie than yeah to me horror, that's not a horror movie that at all. feels almost like more of a horror movie than this did in a way in that it's yeah i guess it, it's setting up that you're, you're still it it's just that you have uh active characters that have guns and weapons but other than that it's still like they're trapped in this colony that is filled with monsters and they're dying off one by one and it's it's still that yeah, very horror setup. i suppose and, they are but i've never thought of that as a horror movie that's always been like its own yeah it's it's very much sci-fi action movie yeah and it, it definitely is but it it still just feels like it has a still has a little bit of that horror in there where the aliens are sneaking up on him and yeah for sure no i think all of them are technically thought of as as like horror at least partially yeah. partially horror movies but i don't think of them like to me the first one is definitely like a version of a horror movie like predator is a horror movie but i don't think of either of those movies as horror movies when i think of I want to watch a horror movie, right? You know, they're their own things, but but yet they still follow the the classic structure. Yeah, so, and, yeah. and that's kind of and I mean I guess this movie does kind of have that structure, but it's not as defined or focused on. Yeah, no, this is like its own thing because like you go through and like there's people dying everywhere but none of none of them are the like the main characters are like fine until like halfway through the movie right and then you lose like the two main guys but that's like it's not just this constant dwindling down right so of, like the one person at the end who has to yeah have the yeah. confrontation with the monster sort of a thing yeah yeah, and even when it does kind of go that route, it's more of, like, not even a confrontation. It's just flying away. It's <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure, in this one, yeah. And, like, and when the one guy... Like, both of the guys who die, it's, like... It's not used as just a, oh, here's somebody dying to freak you out. Like, it's actually a real part of, kind of, the development of the themes and the ideas yeah. of what's going on. Yeah, yeah, like this movie, 
with with the character becoming a zombie they they never showed that in the first one at all so this is kind of right like a lot of this movie is prototype for future zombie mm-hmm. things and that's kind of the first like this guy is becoming a zombie in a movie <laughs> so right. which you see if if you watch zombie movies that's like a thing that happens in virtually right, right. every zombie movie where yeah, the I think guy I was, is uh, slowly turning i was expecting that to happen in night of the living dead yeah and it didn't do that and i was yeah, well, they have the one, the, those people in the cellar, like the, the little girl and stuff thing, where they're like, oh, she's sick. But they never show her until she's a zombie. Right, She's right. just down there, and you know that she's down there, but you don't. they don't go down there at all because the the ass like, has them locked up in, in, yeah, in the cellar. Yeah, I kind of got a feeling with her, like, what, what, was she even bitten by a zombie? I just feel like she was sick and died. And yeah, I don't all remember. All the dead people are coming back to life, so she's dead. She comes back. and Yeah, I don't remember. I just remember that she she be, she was a person. She became a zombie. But you don't see any of that, right. that transition at all. Whereas this movie, like you kind of see him getting worse and right. him slowly and then dying and becoming, rising as a zombie and stuff. And... That, that scene was just fr- freaking great where he just yeah. he's under the blanket and just kind of rises up and yeah it's awesome uh, the, the other guys sitting there with the gun like god damn it like <laughs> yeah and then just the the cutaway to the other people in the other room and just the gunshot and they look over like oh shit and then just they just know and like, yeah no re- like no need to even yeah no they're not screaming no. yeah <laughs> It's like it's just uh shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the editing in this movie is top notch shit. I love it. Yeah. It's, it's solid and that's why the other cuts of the movie I don't think are as tight and solid and so I've always preferred this this original theatrical cut over anything. Mm-hmm. I like that longer cut though cuz it's like more gore and <laughs> more random shit and it's just more fun yeah it is it's pretty fun but it's just not it doesn't flow as well because it's obviously like a more bloated version of this right and i think it's pretty solid as it is like the theatrical and the the extended lord of the rings like i was always like theatrical all the way i don't like i watched extended because i like exploring the world and i like to see right. what was cut and ha- where it went but like the flow of those movies is just wrong extended i don't like them right but that's generally my thoughts on you know whatever they put out <laughs> is usually better than whatever they later cut into you know some other version i guess blade runner would be the exception the final cut of Blade Runner that that is called the final cut <laughs> is is probably the best mm-hmm. of that but uh I don't know I guess we'll find out one of these days one of these days <laughs> if I force you to watch it <laughs> uh yeah, I guess I guess I'd say the 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 other moment that just kind of congealed this is like not a horror movie is is that ending where yeah 
he kind of, you know, he's sitting there, he, like, he's going to shoot himself, and then he's like, fuck this, I'm going to live. <laughs> yeah, and then they play the triumphant music. Yeah, and then it's like, it's just, it's all of a sudden, I'm like, this is an action movie. This is the, this is like Arnold or Stallone just suddenly rising up to the occasion and overcoming it, yeah, busting yeah. it, like, this, this, this happy, because it was just the music is yeah. what did it. It's just like this surging. I fucking love that music, like, yeah. I'm like god damn it this is just an 80s action movie <laughs> it is it's very much an action movie for sure yeah the i have to say though that that music my friends kind of ruined that music for me because when they had a podcast that was their opening song <laughs> that fucking that fucking music that comes on when he becomes action man and uh and there's a song in the middle of this movie during an action scene that they used as the end of their show because it's just public domain music so they could use it okay and so like now every time i hear those songs i know them really well because i've heard them a bunch and so it's like it just makes me think of the the podcast and not dawn of the dead they've Uh, kind of ruined it for me but i i don't know it's a good memory so it's not like it's a bad thing right Uh, but yeah it is it's very very much an action movie so is this the first time they use the word zombie in a, a zombie movie? Um, yeah, they do say a zombie. In the first movie, they call them ghouls. I don't know if it's the first time that they said zombie in a zombie movie, though. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, because it's, cause it's possible. I kind of thought of this as like one of like the founding zombie movies. That, oh, for sure, yeah. That there wasn't much prior to this. Yeah, and yeah. Other zombie movies prior to this, like... There's a white zombie in the in the thirties. Those are all like voodoo zombies, and so mm-hmm. those are different. But but the first okay. night so, movie is is basically the first traditional modern zombie okay. movie. So there there were some. So zombie was a zombie word is a word, but okay. zombie was always a voodoo zombie. Okay. Because yeah, because the way they bring it up in here, it's like they just call them a zombie yeah he just said it in that one it doesn't like put any groundwork into it it just no he decides to call him a zombie yeah and so i don't know how that term got assigned to those the romero monsters because he never thought of them as zombies he never liked the word zombies Mm. like he called them ghouls in the first movie and i don't know if that was his preferred term or what but I know that he never liked zombie, um, and perhaps because he was the only movies he could get money for were zombie movies, and he <laughs> perhaps grew a hatred of them over time. But right, right. But um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's like in between the two movies, if the the fan culture of the first movie assigned zombie to it and then it just became a thing and like all right i'll put it in this movie because he only says it like once right and i don't think anybody else ever says anything no if they just call them things or something yeah those things yeah so i don't know i i i don't know (laughs) (laughs) i'm wondering if that was just like slipped in there because of uh that guy's like background with his like 
what was his oh right yeah, like yeah he's yeah. telling that story of uh, this old voodoo relative yeah of his that was right and so the the zombie word has a root in voodoo so it's right, perhaps right. that he's saying it because of that yeah that, that's kind of what i got the feeling of in the movie is that he had his what was it his granddad or something his, yeah his grandfather uh like had that whole story about how like when hell is full these it, it yeah. seems like this very like kind of just southern voodoo kind of a, right of ideology or yeah so it might be the first time that that they were defined zombies even though in this movie they're not necessarily defining them as zombies it could just be from that character right then it's stuck yeah (laughs) it's kind of like what i was like wondering if it was just something like that or probably i think you're on to something it makes sense because yeah the zombies in voodoo are like resurrected by a priest and then controlled. Yeah, and so you've just got the one that's wandering, yeah. or the couple or whatever that he's yeah. able to, to make, but it's not just It's all not dead a horde everywhere. or anything yeah. like that, no. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think you're onto something, though, with that. It makes sense. Yeah. And if it makes sense, that's good enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I'm wondering how much just the word zombie existed culturally as a word people knew. Yeah, I of, mean, probably not much. Yeah, because I was trying to think like zombies are a very normal thing in fantasy and like Dungeons and Dragons use them. Yeah, but when did that and start? That's, that's probably started. That's 70s early 70s okay so before this movie for sure but would that have and so i was thinking like yeah that's that that was around and that must have i'm not sure when D started putting them in but yeah they were definitely in by the mid 70s when that was a proper released thing okay and they're just dead people walking they're they're more like what you would call the the voodoo zombies oh, okay of, a necromancer okay. creates them and they're running around. Yeah. Well, I guess that makes sense in a fantasy setting. Right. You've, <laughs> you've got the evil wizard yes, who raises yes. the dead and maybe yes. he raises an entire freaking army and you do have a horde. But yeah. It's, uh, but it's still within the fantasy where there's a guy doing it. Right. So it's, it's, it's kind magic. of voodoo. Yeah. yeah. It's, okay. it's definitely not the uh, virus zombie kind yeah, of thing, yeah, which... Yeah. Uh, I guess they kind of do here. They they theorize it in here. They don't like flat out state it, but there's guys talking about. On yeah, TV, they're trying like, to oh, figure it out. We're looking into a virus, saying like maybe it's a virus. And, yeah. And so I guess that's kind of the start of it as a scientific disease rather yeah, than probably. magic. Yeah, I never really thought about it too much because <laughs> yeah, it's just a thing that I watch all the time. But, huh? Yeah. That probably is the beginning of that sort of yeah. line, the virus line or whatever. Huh. That's cool. Because <laughs> yeah, this movie is super influential. Like, like, Night of the Living Dead, big movie, of course, but in terms of the zombie genre, like, people rip the shit off of <laughs> Dawn of the Dead, like, constantly. <laughs> like, this is the movie that... 
right. kind of cemented the traditional zombie, you know, as the thing. This was the big one. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, kind of funny that uh, it took 10 years for it to get the sequel, and that's the thing that really sets it off. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't... I don't know that like Romero ever wanted to make a sequel. He knew a guy who like helped. He was like part of this construction company that built this mall, this particular mall that they shot this movie oh, at. Okay. And so he got a tour of the mall. And so while he was in the mall, this guy apparently said to him like, "Yeah, well, we got everything. You could survive a, you know, disaster here." And so then Romero's like, "Oh shit." Like that could be a zombie movie. I'm gonna write a thing, but then he couldn't get any money, and then eventually got the money, and it probably took a, a number of years. But uh, hmm. but I know that like he's it's not like today where they make a movie and they they're ready to go with <laughs> the next five ideas for the next movie. So right, right. I feel like he was done after the first one and then only when something hit him like this where right. he was like okay maybe i can do a, another one like that because like you were talking about with uh stallone and rambo yes yes he he's i i i knew if he was going to do another one he would have something behind it yeah and so i was happy to see that you know he did <laughs> contrary to what some people seem to think but uh yeah and so i don't know how how much that continues throughout the rest of the dead movies um that he made i know towards the end it was the only shit he got the <laughs> money to make so he just had to yeah. but even those all have an interesting idea mm -hmm. as much as m the majority of people don't like them i think that they're all a unique interesting thing unto themselves that tries to like it's not just oh let's do another dawn of the dead or another night of the living dead they're all trying to do something on their own like unique yeah i feel like if you've got a an artist who's trying to make something interesting even if he's only getting budget for yeah <laughs> zombie movies he's gonna do something uh interesting with them yeah that's true no he's he's uh an interesting he was an interesting guy he died a few years ago but but uh yeah i mean he got he got he had this little period in the in the middle of his career where he was making more like big studio movies like he made creep show with stephen king and that was like mm. early 80s hmm. and then he made other he made dark half in the 90s and monkey shines and two evil eyes and those are all like studio movies so he had a period where he was like he got he had money but then i don't know how successful any of those were i mean creep show uh. was a big success they made a sequel without him but but uh, the other movies I don't think did very well, so he probably was kicked back to independent, which he was probably happy with because that's the kind of guy he is. Yeah. 
but uh, you know I just I wish I had like unlimited funds where I could <laughs> find you know the, oh this guy's a real artist you know let's just here you go make whatever the fuck you want and then like he comes out with some dope shit you know yeah I don't know although compromise is important to the artistic process so so maybe limit the budget perhaps to, i should limit it yeah like okay you don't get as much money as you want but yes. you, you get enough to make a movie right yeah <laughs> d- yeah. I, yeah i shouldn't i shouldn't just go george lucas on him and just let him do whatever he wants <laughs> and say yes to everything <laughs> i should rein it in a little bit yeah all right. Well, that's, I'm glad we had this talk. So whenever I win the Powerball, I can. <laughs> you know to. <laughs> I know exactly what I'm going to do. I don't have to think about it. Huh. Well, I don't know. Do you anything else about Dawn of the Dead? Not really, just the uh, the fun line where he finds the gun. He's like, "Oh man, the only person who could miss with this is the idiot who has the money don't have to buy it." Yeah. <laughs> like, there's a lot of good lines in this, yeah. That's yeah, a good one. Yeah, there's, there's just a bunch of little things like that in there that are just they're funny, but it's yeah. You know. He's a good writer. He's uh, he never. I don't know. He, I always feel like he never got as much credit as he deserves. I mean, obviously the horror people fucking love him, but right. outside of horror people, I don't think he gets much credit for being as good as he is. Yeah. Which is probably true of all genre writers or filmmakers or whatever. Anybody that's primarily working in a genre is usually not as well regarded. (laughs) But their loss. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Indeed. Well, I don't know. I'm glad you liked it. Yeah. I was, I was, uh, I don't know that I was worried so much. I was worried before, like last year I wanted to watch this for October and I was just like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, too, I'm too fragile. I don't, I'm think, too fragile. <laughs> I don't think I could take it if he doesn't like this movie. And, uh, but this time I didn't really think about it. I just was like, yeah, fucking Dawn of the Dead. Why wouldn't you like this? And I didn't think about it so much. And, uh, here you are. You liked it, so yeah. So. I would have worried for nothing. Yeah, I'll just say, uh, quality transcends genre. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> it does. I just wait until we watch some really shitty B movies. <laughs> <laughs> See, like, I mean, as much as you enjoy most of these horror movies. I am choosing them. Right, right. Like, I, you're, you're you're narrowing them down to the ones you think yeah. I would like. Like, there's a reason why we haven't watched a full moon movie. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not because I don't enjoy them, but it's because, in general, the quality is far below what I think will transcend the genre. <laughs> As fun as they are. You'd probably like some of them, like Doll Man. I think you'd like Doll Man. But uh, that one's more of a, like a sci-fi kind of action movie than it is anything else. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what else. I have to think about it. The Full Moon uh, movies are real sort of... <laughs> it wasn't... Uh, 
Wasn't Robot Jocks tied to them somehow? That's right. Robot Jocks is, yeah, that's an Empire movie. That was the, the movie that that uh, directly led to the bankruptcy of Empire, which, which led to the creation of Full Moon. So, mm. yeah, no, you would definitely like that movie. Yeah, I, d- I did like Robot Jocks. I saw yeah, that back right. as a kid. You saw so. that as a kid. Yeah, was, that movie's I was all pumped for yeah. it back as a kid. Like, oh, Robot beating each other up, yeah! Yeah, that movie's <laughs> awesome. Those Empire movies in general are like a lot bigger budgets and mm. stuff because like all the full moon stuff is direct to video so mm. so the budgets are considerably lower because of robot jocks's failure <laughs> <laughs> and going over budget and stuff uh but yeah maybe i can think of something to watch of theirs i don't know i don't know if it's worth it <laughs> <laughs> well I don't know. Fucking, uh, do you, do you feel like you're more inclined to like zombie stuff now? Cause I remember last time you said you didn't care about zombies. Yeah. I mean, I think I'm still kind of in, in general in the same place on zombies. They exist. Yeah. They're, they're a tool that can be used well or poorly. I don't have a specific, uh, you don't like or dislike them. Yeah. Yeah. They're just, uh, they're part of uh, storytelling, I guess. They're they're right. there. They're functional. A resounding endorsement <laughs> of zombies there. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> they're functional. Jesus. I'm going to take that as a no, you don't like zombies. I mean... <laughs> well, they're I, all right. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to think of something else that you might be more inclined to like on a just on a scale i don't know i can't think of anything just trying to get a an answer (laughs) (laughs) you're you're giving me vagueness you're like 2001 the person (laughs) well i i like zombies (laughs) And uh, perhaps, perhaps Day of the Dead will will uh, warm your heart to more zombie stuff. <laughs> that has some fun fun effects. Uh, probably the best of the of the series. Mm-hmm. Once again, we didn't even mention Tom Savini. The great Tom Savini did the effects, and uh, also played one of the bikers, the the main biker with the switchblade comb. Yeah. <laughs> With the, the goatee, <laughs> okay. that's Tom Savini. He's also right. uh, he also does acting and stuff, but he's a primarily special effects guy. You've seen Dusk Till Dawn, right? The Tarantino movie. I don't think I have. No. Oh really? Oh fuck! Well, there's a movie you should watch. Um, well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I liked it when I was younger. I don't know that it's good anymore, but uh, it's fun. It's. Uh, it's basically like a crime movie that turns into a vampire movie. <laughs> mm. <laughs> okay. And uh, anyway, Tom Savini has a big featured role in that. Uh, and uh, so I thought maybe that's where a lot of people know him from. So I thought like, mm. oh, yeah, everybody's seen da- Dusk Till Dawn. But yeah. no, everybody has not seen Dusk Till Dawn. <laughs> no. <laughs> Me and my meh for horror yeah. is kind of... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Vampire movie, whatever. <laughs> I'm trying to think of anything else that he would be in that you would know, but probably not anything else. Well, 
Anyway, I love Tom Savini, and he did the effects, and they are fantastic. And uh, they're even better in Day of the Dead. All right. So I guess that's uh, fucking adios. All right, see ya. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.